we did figure out what our word of the day was going to be uh, during the last break, and we will share that uh, yeah. in some seamless way during the festivities. But let's get back to the games here. We've got the Steelers and the Rams. Pittsburgh coming off of a bye week, so that certainly matters. L.A. is at home, so that's a big deal. T.J. Watt did not practice on Thursday, and now we have a total of 43-and-a-half, Joe. Side total, what do you like? Sometimes I really wish we could bring the off-air conversation on the air, but if we did, there'd be no more show because we would all get True. fired. So sorry, guys. Uh, I don't think you're going to find out about the word of the day. If it's the word that I was thinking about that was going on <laughs> during the break. Uh, this, I thought it was Thanksgiving, one's... Joe. <laughs> oh, yeah, Thanksgiving. Yes, yeah. of course. Why did yeah. that come to mind? You know, we talk a lot about uh, rape. Vrabel and Mike Tomlin as underdogs because they are so successful because they have a winning straight up record with a large sample size in these positions. Now the Rams rushing offense, we were talking about this with John Digg a little bit earlier and just the question marks that we have. So Kyron Williams goes off last week. He ends up being the rushing leader in the NFL and now he's going to be out for a while. They're talking maybe week 11. He makes his return. Ronnie Rivers was also put on injured reserve. So the guess is Zach Evans. But what do we know about Zach Evans? So it kind of feels like, okay, how much do you trust that Rams offense? Um, they've been, uh, to this point, number six in the NFL, EPA per rush, even though everyone's talking about the passing offense, and they should with the tandem that they have there. I mean, I get, it's been two games. But I guess we can say that they're in the conversation for best tandem in the NFL. I mean, it's just been wild. Uh, and, and they've split the workload. I know Cup is getting more love. But in those two games, we're talking about 21 targets for him and 18 targets for Puka. So those guys are always in play. And, you know, the, the Steelers, their defense has not been what we're used to. You've been able to run on them. Passing defense has been pretty good. It feels like people are a lot more down on them than I am. But, you know, the trouble with backing Pittsburgh on a short number is their quarterback play. That's the scary part. I am backing Pittsburgh plus three in this position with Tomlin with extra time to prepare. And I expect Watt to get into the backfield and uh, make make life tough for Matthew Stafford uh, in this matchup. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's what you're betting on. Not so much the quarterback play because there have been a lot of issues there. He's got the second worst bad ball rate. In the NFL, I mean, any metric that you want to take a look at, Pickett has had his struggles. But Deontay Johnson's putting in a full week of practice, so he's going to return. Uh, that that should really help the offense. This is a tough one. Another tough one. I, I lean Steelers here. The defense should be able to contain some of the Rams' weapons. I like the Rams' uh, offense, and I like the Steelers' defense. I was, I, I'm surprised this total is at 44, 43 and a half. Maybe it's a sharp number. It'll probably be somewhere around there. Um, I was thinking, should this be a under? But then that Rams offense is pretty good. So probably stay away from the total. Uh, is TJ Watt playing? I mean, I know he didn't practice yesterday. It seems like he'll probably play, right? I mean, the Steelers edge rushers should be able to keep Stafford under duress um but i don't know i don't have a lot of strong plays on this one i mean i just i think it's I a good a spot for the Steelers, but i don't know i have a strong play on this one 
I I feel strongly about one thing. First off, like if TJ Watt is not 100% or not out there at all, whatever the case may be, I still trust Alex Highsmith. I still trust other pass rushers in this defense. I, I mm-hmm. think they can be okay. I think one thing that has perhaps been lost in the shuffle in terms of how enamored we've been with this Rams passing attack is that the offensive line has not been doing Matthew Stafford a whole lot of favors. In terms of pass blocking, PFF gives them the fifth lowest grade in the NFL. And that, to me, is a really big deal if Matthew Stafford isn't 100%. If he doesn't have that mobility where he can get outside the pocket or at least evade some oncoming pass rushers, I think that's a big problem in a game like this. I do think that the Steelers' defense should be able to come ready to play. Now, granted, Rams, in terms of run blocking, they're pretty good at that, and they do have some good backs. It looks like that the ground game for the Rams is starting to settle in, and boy, did they lean on that a lot last week against the Cardinals. So it's something where I think the Rams can at least keep this game close, but I got to back the Steelers here. I think we'll see Kenny Pickett as more of a runner than a passer, though Deontay Johnson being added to the fold certainly will help the cause for the passing attack. But I wouldn't be surprised if a Pickett uses more of his legs and more of his athleticism to keep drives alive. Wouldn't be surprised by that, especially mm. given that this Rams defense has struggled against quarterback scrambles. But um, what do I feel good about? What do I feel good about, you ask? This is my mm-hmm. alternate spread of the week. Give me the Steelers minus two and a half at plus 160, Joe. That's great. Uh, what's the difference between that and the money line? You get a little bit more since, but it's still inside of a field. That makes sense. I like the Steelers plus three. So that definitely means I think that they can win this game because I wouldn't be taking a team plus three that uh, not be the case. So that that's good. I like that alt spread. So I'm with you. It does feel like a show bet, right? Because I think Paul was on that and Jake yeah. may have been as well. I think so. Yeah. We may have to. I am in. I, I got a prop for you guys. Matthew Stafford, okay. under one and a half passing touchdowns. He's only gone, he's only had two touchdowns in a game once. Interestingly Ooh. enough, that was against the, the Eagles. <laughs> Um, but what do we think about that? Cause it's, you could even get plus one Oh five at bed MGM. And, uh, under mm. one and a half. Mm-hmm. I have, I have a tough time with that one. I keep, I do like the Steelers, but I can Stafford trailing, get a second passing touchdown late in the game to Puka or cop. Like, yeah, yeah. That that's what scares me off of that one. Yeah. I yeah, mean, he's only I, done I... it once. So, which, which is wild to think. Money. I know. Yeah, it's kind so, of wild to think when, yeah, with those receivers. I mentioned the, that the targets are really close in the last couple of games with the two of them. The production for Cup much higher, but the gap is sizable. Uh, for Cup, it's seven and a half receptions, 89 and a half yards. And for Puka, it's only four and a half grabs for 59 and a half yards. <laughs> are you covering your face, Aaron? Why 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 yeah. is your uh, head keeled over, Aaron? Uh no reason. No reason. All but right, like, P- cool. Would you take Puka? I mean, 59 and a half for him? It feels low. It he's does. Still feel getting low. his catches. Yeah. Yeah. It feels feeling, low. Yeah. He's still getting his catches. And I, I think what we figured out is that, and I think John Daigle put it really well. It's like, okay, Cooper comes back in the fold. Wonderful. Now they have two receivers and nobody else. Like, I don't, like, I would probably fade anybody not named Cup or 
Nakua as far as receiver is concerned, or even a tight end is concerned mm. for the Rams. It's going to be those two guys and nothing else. Yeah, where, where have they been putting it at? Well, I don't even see. But Just yeah, he's, guy. he's yeah. not. Yeah, props. I don't see anything listed at the moment, but right. that, that's a good idea. That The volume, mm. it's these two guys, and that's probably going to right. be it. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. How fast can we get through uh, Bills minus eight and a half at the Patriots with a total of 40? How fast can we get through this one? Teaser? You want to tease it? Yep. Two and a half? That's all no. I want to do. Uh, the, the numbers, yeah, it's out of whack. I mean, this is, it's just the expectation by the market is Bills smash spot, bounce back. Josh Allen's been really good against Bill Belichick's defenses. He's 7 2 and 1 against the spread. Historically, He's been good, and that's when they were better teams. They're going with Mac Jones again. I don't know. Boy, it is. I did a double take earlier in the week, but, you know, we know these teams, so I get it. But to see the Patriots and Foxborough as an eight-and-a-half to nine-point underdog still is just a wild scene. I'm glad you brought that up because I had a Patriots fan DM me, just a random dude. What do you think? Uh, what do you think about the fans here? Belichick stays or goes? How do you dump a guy like him after a couple down years? The Pats fans are going nuts. Like I just thought it was out. so interesting. Yeah, they just want Belichick gone. The roster isn't good though either. Is this all Belichick's fault? I mean, show me another coach who could go in with this roster and rapidly turn things around. I mean, the talent stinks there in New England right now. But who put the roster together? Like, yep, that's the point. Mm -hmm. Like, if if you want to take, I don't see how this works out where you take responsibilities away from Belichick and he's okay with it. I don't see how that process works out well for anybody. Like it's all in or nothing. That's what you get out of him. Another franchise might buy in, but I can't see that happening with the Pats. So uh, as far as uh, plays for me, uh, I think the Bills can cover this number. I might even like the over here. Not because I like Mac Jones, but the Bills could cover this number by themselves. It's You know, the Pats even is horrible, but... I, would you be surprised if there's a ton of yak in a game like this where just a little dump off to a tight end and then he rushes free for, you know, 65, 70 yards? We could see that a couple of times in a game like this. So over tight end props are good. Might get an over for the game as well. So I think any one of those are fine. Let's move no, on now to gonna, Sunday night. Really football. quick, though, if this is going to yeah, be yeah. a blowout, would you look at Mac Jones unders? Uh, no, because there could be no. garbage time, and, and the Bills right. are missing so many guys on defense. As is, I mm-hmm. I'm just staying away from Mac. Like the numbers you are so bad. I don't, again? He could, he could, but I don't want to bet on that. But they're but they're happening late in games. Like if it's forty two nothing, he'll yeah. get benched. But like in a in a tight game like 28-14 that's not that tight but he won't get benched and so there would be garbage opportunities for him and look th- what else are they supposed to do like Bailey Zappi's not the answer Malik Cunningham isn't the answer yet Cunningham might like, be the guy kinda, they they might go turn to him this time uh, is is it time for that like how many weeks does he need to no. be a part of the fold before that that's well, the case no. like Bill Belichick's trying to save his job or at least his reputation at this point. He oh, might be something like that. He's not Matt Eberflus, but yeah, I mean, the, the end, <laughs> the end is near. Um, my only Bill hesitation Belichick's with laying, laying eight and a half, <laughs> nine is 
uh, do you believe what Josh Allen is saying? Is he completely healthy? Because that that's a question. And maybe stay away from Bill's props because if it is out of hand, maybe they're just going to pull Josh Allen early. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe mm. so. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next are college football bets for the weekend. That's right here on the BetQL Network.